RPG Mania, a video game music podcast. July 8th, 2020. On with the show. video game music podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, joined as always by Frank. Hey guys. If this is your first time to leave on a neck of the Lost Woods in VGM land, welcome. BG Mania is a cornucopia of extra special music that we hold dear, both from the days of our childhood through modern consoles and new releases. That's right, we focus on retro to current games, and uh, like you're seeing today, new releases, with everything included in between. What we like to do here at BG Mania is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes, which will always be announced in advance. One coming up this coming up Sunday for our third anniversary celebration. So that'll be the fun. greatest episode of BG Mania ever. You keep saying that. You gotta you gotta hammer that home. It's like you know WWE Extreme WWE Extreme Rules Horror Show. We gotta get that tagline. <laughs> in there. No, 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 no. It's the horror show at Extreme Rules. Yeah, that's right. You said it wrong. <laughs> but on a normal week to week basis, you're guaranteed or something new, something fresh, and something exciting each and every week. As always, we hope you enjoyed the episode we have lined up for your listening pleasure today. Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or we are listening to us and leave that five-star rating into review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. And don't forget that our contest is still ongoing through the end of this current month, July of 2020. Uh, 20 reviews, which we already did hit. We're going to pick somebody at random. We're going to do all these drawings at the end of the month, which is why we haven't picked the random winners yet. But because we hit the 20 reviews, Kyle is buying someone at random lunch at 40 reviews, which I think we're close to. Not quite there yet, but I think we're close to. Uh, you are throwing in a $20 Amazon gift card, Frank. And then at 60 reviews, Dan will be throwing in a $25 ProWrestlingTees.com gift certificate. So all you got to do to enter, leave us a rating or a review or both on Apple Podcasts. Uh, let us know you did so in our Discord server or just reach out to me however you want to. Social media, email, doesn't matter. And uh, and we'll get you entered into the giveaway that we're going to do. If you leave a rating for all four shows that we produce here at Level Down Games, that's four entries into the giveaway. So pretty easy. And it takes about a minute. That's not bad. <laughs> takes about a minute. So if you haven't done so yet, and I know most of our uh, listeners that we have uh, contact with, at least on a on a somewhat regular and even irregular basis, have, have already left the ratings interviews, I think. So 
We're speaking to the uh, to those that we've yet to hear from, and we want to hear from you. So please join reach us, out. friends. Yeah, join us in Discord. Reach out to us however you want to. That's uh, what we did this episode today. This was actually a uh, a Jessica suggestion from earlier this year. She thought it would be a good idea to do like a question and answers thing around the 30th anniversary. So that's what we're doing. And it just kind of happened to coincide with the release of The Last of Us Part 2. So as we know from the previous game's soundtrack, the original Last of Us, a lot of it is very like Spanish guitar, acoustic, slower type stuff, not like anything crazy. And I thought it would be a good episode to kind of focus on the soundtrack, kick back, relax, listen to some good music, talk a little bit about the game. We're not going to talk too much about The Last of Us Part 2 because I know, you know, it is still so fresh. The game did just come out June 19th of 2020 on PlayStation 4. I don't want to give anything away. I haven't even finished it yet myself. <laughs> I'm at the very end. And Frank hasn't even started it. I haven't started it yet. I'm going to start it once I move. Uh, so in August. But if you do want to hear somebody's hot take on it, uh, there's a spoiler cast coming up uh, with another one of our uh, shows here at Love It On Games. Uh, the Media Files is going to be a spoiler cast about The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, that's coming up this Friday, the 10th. Uh, Kyle and Dan, they actually just sat down right before you and I did this episode of BG Mania and uh, knocked out a spoiler cast that I want to say was... Man, anywhere from like 30 to 40 minutes. It should be a good listen. I'm, I'm really excited to first of all, I'm excited to finish the game because I can't listen to their file until I finish the game. <laughs> I say it's going to be the first episode that I just completely skip until I beat the game. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> but I have to listen to it to edit the oh, show. Yeah, you're, you're the so Thanks. I'll be finishing that. And that's kind of what I was planning on because I knew the spoiler cast was going up this Friday. So I will be finishing The Last of Us 2 uh, the day this podcast posts. Uh, I'm about four hours away from the end. So oh, I'll, nice. finish it. I'll finish it then. The opening track that you heard today was... Fittingly enough, titled The Last of Us Part 2 from The Last of Us Part 2. And that was composed by the series composer. He was the main composer on the first game. Obviously, the main composer here as well, Gustavo Santoalaya. And it's funny because on the original soundtrack, there was a, a track titled The Last of Us. So they kind of just did that as well. It's like the title theme, so to speak. And dude, I just it gives me goosebumps. It really does. It, it, it harkens back to the first game and a lot of the emotions that we felt playing through that one and just building up to this one. And man, everything that happens throughout, like the even just the trailers and like the, the build up, like the opening cutscene, they, they always do such a great job setting this up. And the music really helps push that along. I love Spanish guitar in general. In fact, uh, regular listeners to this podcast will know that I normally will find a song that has some good Spanish guitar in it because I really, really love it. It's one of my favorite sounds. Uh, so I'm in for a treat for the rest of this episode, fingers crossed, God willing. Yeah, most of the tracks will be very reminiscent of that. Now, there was a another composer on the soundtrack for The Last of Us Part 2 that was uh, Mac Quail, and we do have a few tracks from Dang, Matt I was, Quail I was hoping as to hear well. you say like Yoko Shimamura snuck a couple things in there. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. No, we're, we've got a couple tracks from Matt Quail, though. Let's see. One, two, three, four, four tracks, four tracks coming all up right, from him. All right. So most of the stuff will be acoustic guitar and, you know, nice kickback, relaxing type stuff. Matt Quail kind of did the um, some of the other things on the soundtrack. So we'll hear that here in a little bit. 
But let's jump to our second track before we start getting to the questions. And we didn't get a ton of questions. We have six. So hey, it's a good amount. Yeah, no, that's not bad. So I, I am kind of spreading them out in between the episode. So we're not going to do a question after each track. We are going to kind of spread them out. So we are going to jump to the second track on the episode today. Obviously, everything you're hearing today is from The Last of Us Part 2. We're not going to repeat that every single time. The name of this one is Longing. That was Longing from The Last of Us Part 2, again composed by Gustavo Santoalaya. Dude, this is beautiful. I love this track. I wish I had that kind of skill with a guitar. I just beat I beat up my bass and I just it just all sounds horrible. It's all the same song. It's all smoke underwater. <laughs> Fire in the sky. What I really like about The Last of Us 2 is that there is an acoustic guitar that you can play in the actual game using the PlayStation 4 controller. And there's a couple instances where you're able to do that because you unfortunately cannot take this guitar with you. It is guitars that you are kind of finding out in the open world. And there's a couple instances where you're able to kind of sit down and mess around and play the guitar. And, you know, a lot of people started getting really creative and uploading fun stuff to YouTube, like uh, Pink Floyd's Wish You Were Here, Metallica, Nothing Else Matters. It's really fucking, damn it, I can't say that. It's really cool, man, what they were able to accomplish just with the PlayStation 4 controller. So I started messing around with it myself, and I was kind of showing you guys a little bit how I was slowly figuring out portions of Wish You Were Here. And then I started working on Nothing Else Matters myself before I realized that somebody way more talented than me had already put up a version on YouTube and would be way better than anything I could ever accomplish. <laughs> you give the Internet a little bit of time, you'll just they'll surprise you with what they can do. Like, But it's just so it's so freaking cool, man, because the actual strings of the guitar line up on the touchpad. So you can actually like if you visualize a guitar in your hand where the strings would be, you can actually touch those portions of the touchpad and you're playing individual strings. So it's actually really intuitive how it works. And it's actually you could pretty much play 
whatever you want as long as the chords are there. You know, there's not every chord in the game, so you you are limited to what you can do. But just that, what, what Naughty Dog did there and what the developers were able to accomplish, just being able to play your own music and come up with your, like, whatever you want to do with this guitar in the game. So freaking cool. And I wonder if anyone's uh, actually recreated some of the stuff from the soundtrack. I actually have to look into that now because I've that, not looked into that, that, that yet. That's a cool thing to look into. Yeah. If you want to take over the rock uh, band series, you, you got a, a, a buyer in me right now because I'm waiting for that to come back. You want to see Naughty Dog make like a new rock band except it's all uh, Last of Us, Uncharted music. and uh, Yes. I will play video game music all day. Just you, you can reach I out would too. And I mean, I'm not. I'm not knocking the idea. I think it's actually a rather intelligent idea. Of course, uh, it's an intelligent I, I, idea. It's my idea. Well, well that's that's no. <laughs> I, try, I, 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 I try to take comments when I can. You know that. <laughs> Frank, let's jump to our first question. This one came to us uh, from Joey via email. He said, "Hi, Brian and Frank." I heard you guys were looking for questions for an upcoming Q&A episode. I've been a longtime listener from Henryville, Indiana, and I am particularly fond. Pause, pause, pause. Henryville, Indiana? Yeah. Fun fact, home of Mr. Colonel Sanders. So big shout out to Joey and holy crap, it's a firework. Uh, (laughs) The 4th of July was three days ago, Frank. (laughs) Well, tell us my neighbors. I know. (laughs) So that's uh, the the birthplace of the the birthplace of all KFC, huh? Yes. Yum Brands. Not a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor yet. (laughs) Back to Joey. Back to Joey. (laughs) Joey is particularly fond, as a lot of other people are, of our emotional music episode. So it got him thinking about a question. Is there a particular moment in a video game that hit you so hard that you had to stop and compose yourself and or caused you to walk away and reflect? Adversely, is there a moment in a video game that has ever made you so happy it pulled you out of a dark place? I look forward to hearing what you guys have in store for us in the future. Wow, that's a damn good question. Um, yeah, it's a deep question, too. That's why we're we're kicking it off with a big one. I can tell you... Um I, off the top of my head, I got two ones that really like hit me like in the heart. Um, in Gears of War two, when Maria dies, when he finally finds his wife and she dies, and she's dead, and they all that, that I kind of really, had a feeling you were gonna go to that first. I did, um, but that's not the biggest one for me. The biggest one for me is actually the ending of a game. Um, it's the end of Twilight Princess when Midna destroys the mirror. I was in tears. I'm not. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit. I, we probably even talked about that on the emotional episode. I, I, I probably picked something in regards to that. That, like, like that's one of the saddest moments in video games for me of all time. Like I just, you know, I'm just hurt. Just thinking about it now, kind of wakes you up a little bit. Um, on the adverse, uh, that's a harder one. Uh, maybe that's a, that's a, I have a couple of dumb answers. Uh, Mario Party Five was pushy penguins. Um, so that came out. Mario Party Five was I want to say two thousand. 2005 somewhere around there uh i know i was playing with my little sister at the time uh and i wasn't in a good headspace at the time but playing that with her and she literally said as a little kid i'm getting pushed by pushy penguins it kind of took me out of a dark place like okay i'm having fun with my family uh you know that, that helped the first time i 100%ed an expert in rock band was another one of those things like i was so intense into these games just like like losing myself I'm like in my head, I'm like, okay, you know what? You're good. You could do anything. 
So I know those are, those are crap answers for that part of the question, but those ones like really made me feel good and they did take me out of a dark spot. For me, if we're tackling the first part of the question, something this that hit question, me really this hard. For you. This is tailor made for you, this question. <laughs> something that hit me really hard where I had to stop and compose myself and kind of at the same time walk away and reflect. It's a story I tell often. Uh, I'm going to Nier Automata for this one because I, I really still think that it is one of the most emotional and powerful stories told through the gaming medium if you really do everything that's there for you to do in the game. If you see all the endings, if you really connect with these characters through the interactions, through the world itself, and through the music with which Kaichi Okabe, you know, did such a fantastic job with. Um, after that one particular ending, like I said, it really made me stop and think about life, question things that, you know, we think, things that we aren't sure of yet, things that could potentially be. Um, it's, you know, things that I've been kind of looking into lately a lot and just random, you know, YouTube videos and going down these weird rabbit holes. But for, for me, that's that, that's that's a big one. That is a, a big one for me in terms of having to really stop and, and reflect on so many different things. Um, adversely, something that pulled me out of a dark place and a lot of times still continues to pull me out of a dark place as World of Warcraft. I, I kind of go I go back to that game often when I need it most, like when I need it to escape, when I need it to uh, spin your constant companion for what, 20 years now or something or close to it. 16, almost 16. That's, that's just yeah, this, the, this, no, this November, you know, it'll it'll be celebrating its 16th anniversary. And yeah, man, it's funny to think about. But World of Warcraft is Man, it's seen every relationship I've had almost. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> and lately, you know, I haven't put a ton of time into Warcraft because I, I haven't needed to. And Jessica, you know, her and I started playing it together and that was a lot of fun. And then we fell off playing that and then kind of got sucked into playing Animal Crossing New Horizons together. But we have talked about restarting playing World of Warcraft again together at some point in the future. And and that'll be fun to do so. But yeah, that for me, that one always pulls me out of a dark place and I think would be something that I would always go to if I needed pulled out of a dark place in terms of like a gaming outlet. So, uh, Joey, excellent question and a great Damn way to kick us off. Damn good question, yeah. man. And say hello great to way to kick us off. Me. What do you <laughs> hey, I was going to say, isn't he dead? <laughs> but the chicken lives on, Frank. The chicken lives on. I'm such a fatty. And I'll, I'll say it right now on the audio podcast. But that's the first thing my mind went to was like, Henryville. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't even know that. So <laughs> those are those things that I just don't pay attention to. And those are those dumb things that I know that should get me on Jeopardy. One day I'll try it. <laughs> All right, let's jump to track number three. The name of this one, It Can't Last. Thank you. 
And that was It Can't Last from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoalaya. I love another, that. Another just, uh, seriously, dude, another it's beautiful. It's, just, it's, it's, it's so it's, good. It's, 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 it's simple, yet it's better than anything I will ever be able to do. <laughs> and it really, like, it's such a sound that is synonymous with The Last of Us now. If they would have changed the direction of the music for the second game, because, you know, there are a lot of people. Let's not skate around the fact there are yeah. a lot of people out there pissed off about certain things that Naughty Dog did with The Last of Us 2. I think if they would have changed the music, a lot of people would have been in the up, uh, like in an uproar as well because of how like just emotional that first soundtrack made us feel while playing through it and like the type of music that they really just it fits this desolate. It fits this broken down, not, you know, kind of post-apocalyptic, but kind of zombie, kind of antifungal, whatever you want to call it, this downfall of civilization. It, the music fits it very well. Just hearing this is giving me the itch even more so. I was telling Brian today, I went to the store and the entire end cap was The Last of Us Part Two. They had this, they had like shirts and hats and every, it took every fiber of my being not to buy a copy because I'm trying to save money for a move, which is happening very, very soon. Uh, Did you see, obviously, though, the um, The Last of Us 2 set some sales records when it came out, as it as it should have, probably. Uh, games sold over four, uh, 4 million copies worldwide in just the opening weekend, which is incredible. That, that's Absolutely awesome. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, it became the fastest-selling PS4 exclusive title when it came out, uh, beating Marvel Spider-Man's 3.3 release weekend and God of War's 3.1 million Wow, wow. I would have not expected that, but that's freaking awesome. That's just getting... Uh, I have goosebumps of how hyped I am. You have no idea. Yeah, dude, like I said, it is it is a very, very, very good game. I, I've enjoyed so many things about this game. I, like I said, it, I, I haven't enjoyed everything. You know, there are some things that I've, I've not enjoyed, and I, I'm really looking forward to listening to this coming up Friday's episode of The Media Files we talked about the spoiler cast for The Last of Us 2. Uh, I have no idea, like I said, what Dan and Kyle talked about. So uh, that's so exciting for me. But I I'm wondering if maybe they had some issues with some of the things that I had throughout the game. And I wonder, Frank, if you will, when you eventually get around to playing I, it. And that's oh, one of those things that I'll always have an issue with the game, no matter what. Cause that's how I, I am. know. <laughs> but since we kind of talked a little bit about like the, you know, like the desolation and the virus the virus itself cordyceps there's a name of a track on the soundtrack for the last of us part two and it's called cordyceps and it's actually the first one on the soundtrack composed by matt quayle so we're going to listen to that one now and we'll be right back and we'll have a question too when we come back
And that was Cordyceps from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Mac Whale. A lot of the, actually I shouldn't say a lot of the, all of the submissions that Mac Whale did for the soundtrack to The Last of Us Part 2 are very much, they're, they're more atmospheric in nature and, you know, strictly used more for like, just background music as opposed for anything else. But yeah, just for the fact that it's, you know, it's the virus, you definitely get the spooky dooky feel off of this one. Oh, dude, it's meant to instill fear. It's meant to yeah. instill fear because this virus obviously was the downfall of humanity when in, in this particular world. <laughs> and you remember how creepy it is, you know, seeing some of these enemies like the clickers and the bloaters and, and all these crazy, you know, disfigurations that spawned from the Cordyceps virus. Uh, it is it is scary, dude, and it is definitely fearful. You fear for your life every time. This is the kind of music I hear when I walk through like Home Depot or any other place, the big box store that has like a nice long line and scares the hell out of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mentioned it. We have another question here to get to. This one comes to us from Caleb via email. And he said, hi, Brian and Frank. I have really enjoyed listening to Max Level and BG Mania. I left you guys a five-star review for both on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, buddy. My I'm question it. for the Q&A is as follows. What would you prefer? This is a, uh, which would you rather have, Frank? That's what this type of question is, okay? Okay, okay. Kenta Nagata and Yasunori Mitsuda teaming up together to compose the third Chrono game. So potentially ooh, Chrono Break. Ooh, okay. Or Nobu Yamatsu and Koji Kondo teaming together to compose Breath of the Wild 2. Oh. Thank you guys for producing four amazing podcasts and keep up the great work. Oh, man, this is where my fanboyism really kicks in, though. Ah, uh, man. Breath of the Wild 2. That, that, that would be amazing. To have Nobu Matsu and uh, right there on on board with him, it with Koji. would it would be super freaking cool, man. It would be really freaking cool to have those two kind of although, teaming up to do Breath of the Wild too. I even though I haven't played the Chrono games, I love the music from the Chrono games. Absolutely, it's a damn good answer. It's a damn my question. answer is Yasunori Mitsuda and Kenta Nagata teaming up to compose the third Chrono game because first of all, that would be an amazing combination to kind of put together a soundtrack for this game. But that would also mean we're actually getting a third That's chrono it. game. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> we know for a fact we're getting Breath of the Wild, too. So uh, maybe maybe my answer is a bit selfish in that regards, because I do want a third chrono game so bad. But man, just just having Yasunori Mitsuda back doing that and getting to team with Kenta Nagata, that'd be a freaking dream come true. Yeah, just the Koji Kondo, Nobuomatsu combination. It'd be massive, dude. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear a lot of like the the Square Enix Final Fantasy stuff kind of brought into the Zelda stuff more so than it already is, because we've talked about the similarities before in the music. I want Link to get the Buster Sword. (laughs) Either way, man, these these combinations would be killer for for either one of these games. Yeah. Ganondorf. There you go. (laughs) That works. Caleb actually submitted another question for us as well that we'll get to a little bit later in the show. But uh, man, that was a good one. And that, that uh, definitely uh, that was a good yeah, question. makes you makes you wish that uh, something like that would actually happen, even though we know it never will. <laughs> never say never. Well, hopefully, hopefully but probably, it will never. Day, but but probably, probably never. never, probably never. <laughs> Let's jump to track number five on today's episode. Again, everything you're hearing today comes to us from The Last of Us Part Two. The name of this one, Chasing a Rumor.
And that was Chasing a Rumor from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoalaya. Best one we've heard so far. It's good, right? I, I love this. I mean, uh, we're gonna keep, I'm going to keep harping on how, how great he is on the guitar, but like even the knocks on the guitar while he's playing and like the, the fast sweeps, this is just, this is perfect. This is the kind of music I just want to sit down, relax to, enjoy my Gatorade. My disgusting tuna for sandwich that I'm eating right now at 10.30 at night. Um... What? <laughs> Why? Why do it for sandwich at 10.30 at night? I bought it from 7-Eleven. I did and uh, it was the only thing I trusted. Oh, my God. Me. A 7-Eleven tuna for sandwich. Oh, yeah. my God. What is wrong five, with you? I had five bucks on me. I got that in the Gatorade. You could have you could have got like a, a $4, four for four from Wendy's or something. Never required me to actually hop in my car. I walked over there. <laughs> I mean, I could walk to Wendy's, but, you know. <laughs> It's such a beautiful track, man, and, and like it, it's so well done. It's so well composed. It's so well played, and it 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 it, it happens at like a really cool spot in the game too. And what's cool is that I I know where a lot of these songs that we're listening to today actually take place, and you know some of these are used as like lead-ins to cutscenes. Some of these are used in cutscenes. Some of these are used you know when when something important is going on in the game because a lot of times there's just like nothing. You know it is silence and it is just like nature and and that's really freaking cool too. The sound design, the audio design of The Last of Us Part Two is a very strong point. It's really well done. It really is. I mean that's a, that's another good hallmark of a game. I know like the music in the game you know helps tell a story, but knowing when to be silent is also a big deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wish I knew when, I, I wish I knew when to be silent. I would have gone so much further. <laughs> I think a lot of people wish that uh, you knew when to be silent. <laughs> I can't even argue that. <laughs> Let's jump to our next track. The name of this one, they're still out there.
And that was They're Still Out There from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Mac Quayle. Definite, uh, you can tell there's something going down, right? <laughs> we're fighting something here. Or, or, Something's or we're going from down. Something. Like I said, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but uh, there's a lot. You know, it, it's a Sony first party game, man. It's a Naughty Dog game, first of all. And you know there's going to be a lot of set piece moments. You know there's a lot of scripted moments. And, you know, that are there just for the narration and the plot progression forward. Music really makes these moments better. And I, like I said, not giving anything away, but something's going down during this track, dude. And uh, it's it's cool, man. It's really cool. And it, it gives you that feeling as well. It really does. That's what I'm assuming the ice cream man hears when he sees when he hears me running down the block after him. Like, stop, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you saw the ice cream man drive around your neighborhood? All the way until like 10 p.m. at night sometimes. Damn. <laughs> you know, we've heard in the neighborhood that we that we live in, we've heard the ice cream truck since living here. And we've been here almost three years, maybe two or three times. And it's never actually driven by our house. That's weird. I mean, that's how you make your money is going in front of people's houses. Now, I hear them like three or four times a day. And the last one's always weird. Like, come on, bro. No one, no one except for Frank is going to be outside waiting with his cash in here. <laughs> You would think, man, that he'd be around more often right now. It's been like 97 over here. Yeah, it's been hot as hell over here as well, man. It's been hot. Yeah, and they're saying like the next two weeks this is going to be sticking around for. So uh, I'll be curious to see if maybe he finally decides to come around. But who knows? Jessica always always said she's going to run out there and get something if he comes around. So... That's why, like, as a kid, he used to always, like, speed by my house because I was a corner house. I'm like, are you stupid? Like, you know I'm going to buy. What's up, everybody? This is Kyle from The Media Files, a brand new podcast brought to you by LevelDownGames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Me and a special guest are going to sit down and talk about everything from video games to music, movies, television, sports, comics, books, you name it. We're probably going to talk about it on The Media Files, and we want you to be a part of that conversation. Search for The Media Files. That's one word, The Media Files, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Frank, before we get to another question, let's listen to one more track here from The Last of Us Part 2. The name of this one. I think you're going to like this one, Unbroken.
That was Unbroken from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoalaya. So far, this has been my favorite one we've heard on the episode today and probably will persist unless something else jumps out at me that I forgot about because this is one of my favorite tracks off of the actual soundtrack itself. That's something, that's something you have to be careful about when you're playing this game, though, is things jumping out at you. Oh, absolutely, man. They jump out from <laughs> all over the, around the corners and through the walls. And <laughs> these, uh, these, these zombies don't mess around. <laughs> oh, I'm killing everything when I play. Just you wait and see. And that's what's really cool is you don't have to. They oh, actually added a oh, lot of, to. they added a lot of stealth mechanics. And kind of like what Kyle was talking about this past episode on Max Level this week, you can actually sneak through some of these like areas and, and really not have to kill a single person. Well, it's really cool. The fun in that. It's <laughs> really cool, though, like the different uh, variations of gameplay that they they kind of baked into the sequel because the first game, you know, it, it didn't really give you that many options. And and now you have a plethora of different options. So it's really freaking cool, man. It really is cool. And yeah, what an emotional track. Super freaking emotional. That one, it gives me goosebumps listening to. I absolutely love it. I really do. Uh, we are going to jump to a question, though. We're going to go to Caleb again through email. I mentioned he submitted a second question, so we're going to answer that one now. If any four to six composers, so this is going to take a little bit of thinking, Frank. Okay. If any four to six composers, and it's going to be a combination of you, me and you thinking this together. Four to six composers coming together to form a band like the Black Mages. Who would it be and why? All right. Cop-out answer is Nobu Yamatsu, but we're not going to do that. Or we're we not going to put... No, 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 no. We're not putting Nobu Yamatsu in there. We're not going to put him in there. Yeah, we're not going to put him in there. I think we need to start... We need a foundation, right? We need to start okay. somewhere. So, 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 so who's the main who, who's the main guitar player from the Nikon Falcom uh, something? <laughs> we need some, we need to build around somebody, and that's I, what I, we'll build I, around. I, I I don't want to build around somebody who <laughs> I'm unsure of. Like I I know the Nihon Falcom JDK sound team is incredible, but I don't know who's responsible for what and if we can even really say. So I think we need a foundation to build around, a really strong foundation to build around. And I think we should build around Yuzo Koshiro. Okay, I, I, I'm now with that. Because, you know, he, he brings a lot of the, a lot of the synth, a lot of the, the retro wave kind of stuff that we're sort of into, but it can be applied in so many different genres and so many different ways. And he, he's got a brilliant mind for this type of stuff. So if we build around him, we might come up with something really cool. So we'll start with Yuzo Koshiro. He definitely makes the list. Mick Gordon. On guitar. Yeah, I was thinking like, you know, if, I, if I had to isolate one of them, probably Mick. Oh, okay, Mick Gordon on guitar. I could get behind that with some music of Shiro. Um, I, I think we need to have a rhythm guitarist, obviously. Akira Yamioka from Silent Hill. Konami, right? Gotta be. I couldn't argue that. Um, Gotta be. Gotta be. I'm try- and I'm trying to build something that I think would work with what we've already started. So, you know, there are some other stronger, bigger names we could go to, but I'm trying to think like style. St- you know, I'm, I'm stumbling us, through I, my words here. I'll, gra- thinking about I'll grab this. us a drummer. How about I grab us a drummer? Okay, Ready? try to. Yeah, grab us a drummer. Stuart Copeland. Is that um, the drummer from the, the police? I was going to say the um, drummer from the police Spyro. and like uh, Spyro. Yeah. Okay. So then we still need. So that's four, but we're allowed to go to six. So we have someone on, you know, obviously that can. 
any of these guys could do anything. Let's let's be honest. But <laughs> um, we have Yuzo Koshiro for like synth, piano, keys, all that good stuff. Mick Gordon on guitar, Akira Yamioka on guitar, Stuart Copeland on drums. So we need some sort of bass. And, you know, then we could have free pick at, at a sixth person that, that might just blend well here. Let's see who's true base base. Hmm. We're going to add a female member to make things awesome. Ready? We're going to add Lena Rain. OK, from uh, Celeste. And obviously, what else has she done besides Celeste? Guild Wars 2. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was going to say she's yeah. she's been around and has done a lot of things and, and would definitely add to this. So I, I was going to say, like, we don't need a bass player. But we do, because if we're set, if we're like, if we're building it like the Black Mages, they were a rock band. So we have everything now. We just need a bassist. We need somebody on bass. Hmm. Who You're could be? my head. Like, who... Okay, Koji Kondo. Really Koji Kondo that. can't be on bass. <laughs> you know what? Uh, a lot of like the Sonic the Hedgehog songs with a good bass is, uh, who's that? Um, Masato Nakamura? You know, I, I honestly think we could go Masato Nakamura. If you look him up on Wikipedia, Frank, first thing listed under occupation is a Japanese musician, bass guitarist, and record go. producer. Oh, because I'm thinking, like, <laughs> like, when mine goes default to, like, the, the really bassy, heavy Sonic songs. Yeah, no, and I think that fits perfectly. So, do we want to come up with a name? Ooh. We have... Yuzo Koshiro, Mick Gordon, Akira Yamioka, Stuart Copeland, Lena Rain, and Masato Nakamura. It's a good lineup. I'd go see it. Uh, take all my money, please. They just need a oh, name. Who, uh, who, who submitted this question? Uh, this was also Caleb. Okay, so we're going to call it the Caleb Experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Caleb Experience it is. Caleb, that was fun. Thank you for that. <laughs> Caleb, I hope you know that you, you, you know, just the fact that I pulled Masato Nakamura out of the ether. I, I want to thank you for that because it just shows you that I've been doing this up, these things for so long. I'm actually learning something once in a while. <laughs> You've actually <laughs> paid attention from time to time. I, I, I'm picking things up. Yes. <laughs> All right, Frank, let's jump to track number eight again from The Last of Us Part Two. This is Soft Descent. Thank you. 
And that was Soft Descent from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoloya. I like this one as well. Yeah, uh, it, there seemed to be two guitars at the same time, which we haven't heard yet. Uh, we sort of did in Unbroken. There was that. Okay, yeah, a little there, bit. There, You know, there was the the strong melody overlapping, like the, the more Spanish-style guitar sweeping that was kind of lowly laid in the background. And Soft Descent sort of kind of borrowed that same stylizing, and it works really well. It really does. It's a beautiful track, and, it, you know, it's, just, it, it, it's not emotional, but it definitely closing your eyes. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me in the way because I, I do associate it so closely with The Last of Us. But, you know, closing my eyes, listening to any of these types of songs, I just picture like the nature and wilderness and just everything that we're seeing in the game. I don't know. No, I, I, I generally enjoyed this one here. Uh, I like the melody. It'd be cool if he actually recorded it all himself, like if he actually played it and then went back and played the other part as well. That's what I think is so impressive. It, Gustavo Santoloya, man, he's an amazing, amazing guitarist. And it just, it, it gives me chills listening to the way that he plays. He has timing down so well. These little intricacies that he does with the guitar. It, dude, it, it's such a joy to listen watch. to. Yeah, I would, I would too, absolutely man. go watch him live. It's such a joy to listen to. It really is. Uh, let's jump to another Matt Quayle track. We got, like I said, we got a couple from him today. Let's let's listen to another. This one is the WLF. That was the WLF from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Matt Quayle. What I like about Matt Quayle stuff, and we talked about this a little bit, how it's more atmospheric, 
it reminds me a lot of something that Jessica and I do every single year, uh, sort of around the fall time when the trees start changing colors. We always go on this like nature drive or fall drive or whatever. And we started doing it because the county that we lived in here in Ohio, they do like a sponsored fall festival and fall drive where they plan like a route every year through the county and like you drive it. And I don't know, man, it's cool. They have like stops all over the place. That actually sounds pretty neat. It is pretty cool. But we've expanded it a little bit and kind of started doing our own thing every year. And we don't kind of just follow the set path anymore because we kind of want to like explore elsewhere and outside of it. But. But uh, what we do is every single year we'll go and get like a coffee and then we'll drive and we'll put like Halloween music on or like and, and, and I'm just using that like Halloween music means, you know, like soundtracks from scary movies or whatever, like the Halloween station they on Pandora or <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Obviously, it was going to pop up from time to time. But but we drive through like, you know, just like the, the National Park, the, the Cuyahoga National Park and just randomly down streets that we've never been down before. And, you know, just look at the different trees and colors changing and just kind of go on a nature drive. We only do it like once a year, like I said. But we do it in the fall, so we always listen to, like, some spooky music. And if you put on, like, Spotify playlists or Pandora playlists or whatever, they have, like, you know, like, the atmospheric music channels. Or, you know, sometimes we'll sub to, like, Sirius XM for the free thing and we'll listen to, like, the Halloween radio on there. Or there's actually a website. I think it's, like, HalloweenRadio.net. They have a ton of stations on there, too. And it's not just like kitty Halloween music. They do soundtracks from games that are spooky, soundtracks from movies that are horror movies. It's really freaking cool. And we'll just go listen to that and drive around. Listening to Matt Quayle stuff for The Last of Us Part 2 reminds me a lot of what we hear while doing that. <laughs> Let's listen to one more track before we uh, before we tackle another question. Like I said, we only had six, so we have um, we have three left. So. Okay. Track number 10 today from The Last of Us Part 2. It can't last. This is the home version. Because remember... I was going to say, uh, I was about to correct you, okay. <laughs> yeah, remember, we listened to It Can't Last earlier as track number three. This is a different version. It can't last. The home version.
that was It Can't Last, the home version from The Last of Us Part Two, composed by Gustavo Santolaya. The original It Can't Last that we heard earlier on in the episode was like two minutes and 20 some odd seconds long. And this one is over five minutes. We didn't listen to the whole thing before we came back. Obviously, we come we came back halfway through. But this track itself, dude, it's it's strong, and I think it's better than the uh, other version. I feel that it's false advertising because apparently it lasted like seven minutes altogether. I mean, I guess that's true. But okay, so I want so I want my money back, Gustavo. <laughs> such a freaking good track though man it's such a good track and like i said you get to hear more of those intricacies that uh that he does so well when playing the guitar they they stick out so much to me and they just it it makes me smile gives me chills love listening to him play guitar i could i could listen to this stuff all freaking day dude i really could uh hopefully hopefully you guys are enjoying the more mellow take on this episode okay brian Uh, who's better gustavo or buckethead I mean, two different styles, way different styles. That was that, that was too hard of a question. I mean, they're, they're both gods amongst men. <laughs> way different styles. Um, man, I wouldn't even say that they're like anywhere near my favorite guitarists either. So I'm not a huge Buckethead fan. Really not. He's OK. He's I'm okay. telling him you said that. Okay. <laughs> we're, fr- we're friends on the uh, the Twitter. So no, you just follow him. He doesn't follow you. Well, I'm not allowed to follow him anymore, or at least the 100 feet. That's just a separate situation. Okay. <laughs> Jumping to another question, this one comes to us from Erica via Instagram, and she wanted to know which episode of the podcast has been your favorite one to do so far? Well, I'll tell you the upcoming one will be my favorite one once you do it. Um, (laughs) No, I put a lot of work into that one. I really, really dug deep on some good stuff. Um, My favorite so far. Wow. They're They're all my baby. Um... I don't have an answer for that just yet. I bet you, uh, whatever you say, I'll take the diametric opposite, though. Well, I really think the emo- the emotions of sadness episode that we did is one of my favorite ones that we've ever done. Is it my favorite we've ever done? I don't know, but it's definitely up there in terms of like one of my favorite ones that we've ever done. I mean, I feel like all of our episodes and I don't want to like toot on her. I feel they keep getting better and better and better each time. Our most recent deep dive, uh, who's the name of descri- uh, escapes me, is the guy who does all the Kirby music. Judy Shikawa. There you go, because I'm a jerk. Um, that was a great episode. Like, I had a lot of fun doing that one. I had a lot of fun doing a lot of these. My favorite episode has yet to come. How about that? That's that. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep on hyping this. It really is gonna be the, the best podcast. Ep- the, the best episode of this podcast you're ever gonna hear. We'll see. It remains to be seen. I guess. The only thing that could drag it down are, are Brian's picks because everything I did is gonna make this the most ex- luxurious experience you've ever had. I'm excited to to see why you think that this upcoming anniversary episode is gonna be so good. <laughs> Because, because I, I know your picks from. already. I know your picks already. That's a thing. You think you know. Well, I, definitely you know. Know. But definitely I definitely know. I definitely know. <laughs> You'll see. You know what else was a really good episode? Uh, farewells and goodbyes. It was a listener suggested episode. Uh, it came to us from Steven, I remember. And he wanted us to do the farewells and goodbyes type of episode. And that one was a lot of fun to do as well. You know what? I'm, the emotional episode is... is I say it's one of my favorite things we ever did. It was also one of the most difficult things we ever recorded because we stopped a few times. Like we legitimately welled up a couple times during that episode. Oh yeah. Like like that one hit me hard. It'll always stick out in my mind. I think that's literally. I think it's literally what Joey said earlier. I think you said. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it, it's a listener favorite. A lot of people like the uh, the emotions of sadness episode, and we get a lot of suggestions to do a part two to that, and we will in the future. If, if, just give me a good run up for that one. I'll get, make sure I have plenty of liquor around so I can. 
mask my emotions. <laughs> you know, it also was a really fun episode that we did. The um, it was a sponsored episode, but for Deathmark, where we actually got oh, to listen yeah. to the vinyl episode or the vinyl with album the, with, with all the pops and cracks. That yeah, was great and I, too. we actually uh, I was able to hook up a turntable and we were able to listen to the actual uh, album on the episode. That was really freaking fun. That was really cool. I mean, not the, the kill the tone of this episode, but like this, like recording BG Mania is like my Prozac. Like if I'm having a bad time doing this, Brian takes me out of any funk I'm in. Like BG Mania, we're coming up on a three year anniversary in its actual form. This thing's been going on for how long we know each other, Brian? Like 16, 17 years now? Ooh, man, I want to say longer than that. Maybe longer. But like, we, we've been doing this forever. Like, 18 we haven't or been so. recording. Maybe we 18 been, years. We haven't been recording it, but we've been, do, we've been sitting down listening to music and talking about it since Jump Street. 21 Jump Street? 22 Jump Street. Um, the Data East episode was great, too. No, it wasn't. The episode sucked. Ever since that episode, we've always had our jingle as the outro as well. I, I, it's the one part of PG Man I wish we could change. Oh, man. Thank you for the question, though. I appreciate thank, it. Thank you, Erica. Let's jump to another track from The Last of Us Part 2. We have two more questions coming up as well to answer later on in the show. Uh, we're going to listen to a couple more tracks here before we get to another question. The name of this one, Allowed to be Happy. Thank you. 
was allowed to be happy from The Last of Us Part Two, composed by Gustavo Santoloya. Why was it called that? It's so sad. That's okay. So we, we definitely have to talk about that for a second. A lot of the music, as you've probably realized by now, in The Last of Us Part Two, is very sad. It's very melancholy feeling. It's meant to instill, like, despair and feelings of hopelessness and all that kind of stuff. And... It does such a freaking good job, man. Like, it's a very depressing game. It's a very depressing story. It's a very depressing world. The first game was depressing. The second game ramps that depression up way past 11. Like, it's such a sad I'm gonna, game. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna cry, aren't I? Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, you know what? You know what? Not, 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 to, not to blow up his spot or anything, but I did watch the credits of Dan playing the game on Twitch and he was taken aback. Like he Wait, was like, so did you see the end of the game? I saw the credits, not even anything of the game. Like it, 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 how did you manage that? I randomly popped in while, oh. he, was, while he was streaming. I was, how did you uh, manage to randomly not see anything but the credits? No, <laughs> no. I, 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 I popped in just to see like where he was in the game and he was like halfway through the credits and he was like, he was verklempt. So uh, I, I know for sure something emotional is going to happen. I mean, like he said, like he needed take a break and reflect so I can only imagine I'm going to play this game with a thing of tissues next to me I guarantee it because emotional games get to me I, I invest myself so much when I do actually sit down and play a game which is rare but when I do sit down and play a game I give it my all that's what's so exciting for me to get to finally listen to the spoiler cast that they just recorded tonight. I, I'm so excited to put that up on Friday. I'm so excited for all of you guys to listen to the episode. Uh, if you're not listening to the media files, really tune into that podcast. At least check out this upcoming spoiler cast for The Last of Us Part Two. Of course, if you finish the game, if you've yet to play it or I'm plan to play it, it and, I'm, I'm don't listen it and to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let's jump to another track from The Last of Us Part 2. The name of this one is All Gone, otherwise known as The Promise.
That was All Gone, otherwise known as The Promise, from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoloya. One of the most emotional moments of the game. Not gonna say why, but holy crap it is. And I love how this particular track has a lot of callbacks to some instrumentation and some melodies that we heard in the original Last of Us. It's really you know, cool. That's the thing we always love. We always talk about that, how we love callbacks or like re-instrumentations of older songs. Even though, you know, Last of Us is really isn't an old game. Actually, it is an old game. It was PS3, wasn't it? 2013. Yeah. I mean, it's seven years if you consider that old. I, I wouldn't say it's like old, but it's last generation. About to be two generations ago. It's unbelievable, man, how, how far we've come in seven years. We're right there the PS. We're, we're getting the PS5. Yeah, right later this year. Do they just? Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Microsoft just confirmed their Xbox Game Showcase will be July 23rd, so roughly two weeks away. And I'm pumped for that too, man. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for this next generation. I really am. It's gonna be so exciting. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be great. Like I've I've held off on buying so many different things. Like I haven't I haven't bought my new TV yet because I want to make sure that I have the best of the best when the new systems come out. Like I am going balls to the wall. I, I'm committing to two systems for Christ's sakes. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. But like I said a thousand times over, the second I hit Colorado, the second I'm set back up. I'm buying The Last of Us 2 when I'm playing it. And that's like, that's my lock-in game that I'm going to be playing. It's definitely uh, one of the better games of this year. And I, and I think it will hold up. A lot of places will probably be talking about this game at the end of the year for game of the year type awards. I would, I mean, no question about it. If you're sitting here listening to a video game music podcast, I'm going to assume you like music in general. Brian here from Level Down Games. We recently partnered up with Neon Dan TV and Midnight Playtime over on Twitter to really pump up the music for a lot of our content. Featured heavily every week in the Max Level podcast, Midnight Playtime produces some truly excellent 80s-inspired synthwave music. Found over at midnightplaytime.bandcamp.com, all four of the available albums are are insanely good from top to bottom. You can also find their music on YouTube, of course, as well as Spotify. Thanks again to Neon Dan TV over on Twitter, and seriously, check out Midnight Playtime over at midnightplaytime.bandcamp.com. Uh, let's listen to another track, though, before we get to another question. Track number 13 today. This one is Grieving.
And that was Grieving from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoloya. I told you, man, so many emotional, sad songs on this soundtrack. There'll be sad songs to make you cry. Not not a Billy Ocean fan? Okay, whatever. I mean... Or or, or, or just a bad bad singing fan, because, you know, I don't got the voice. I I didn't even recognize what it was. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, maybe sing Caribbean Queen, because I will. No. Um, man, I love Gustavo. Uh, in fact, if you're a member of our Discord, Brian put up a link for a Literally, concert. just posted it while we were <laughs> listening to this track, because uh, I found it while we were kind of doing some more, you know, looking into other things that we could enjoy from this soundtrack. And sure enough, I'm man. Gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jam on that all day tomorrow while I'm working. I mean, I'm going to do my job all day tomorrow while I'm working. Um, he put up, uh, like, two weeks ago, did, like, a, a live play, like, you know, from his home studio and it's like 19 minutes long, but he plays some stuff from The Last of Us 2. And I, I kind of listened to a little bit of it, maybe like a minute or two. But I haven't really got to enjoy it yet because we're doing this episode. But this is something I'm going to watch tonight while editing. I am absolutely watching this. Uh, I probably will when I lay in bed. Who am I kidding? I, lo- I love this kind of music. Even though we just listened to the whole episode of it, I'm still going to listen to it again because it's going to be a live performance. Right. <laughs> But yeah, dude, such a beautiful track, so emotional, and oh my god, such a good game. Really such a good game. Uh, another question. This one comes to us from Aaron via email. Hey, Brian and Frank, got a question for you for the upcoming episode next month. If you could have dinner with one composer in the industry, who would it be and why? You guys kill it every week. Keep it up. <laughs> and fuck the haters. I'm going to leave it in. I don't even care. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even care. I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. Um... Who would it be and why? Dinner. Dinner with one composer. Brian, can we go can we go together? Sure. You and me? Sure. Because we're gonna sit down because we're sitting down with Yoko Shimamura. It wasn't specified. You know what? That's kind of what I was thinking too. Because it's not even a question. Like we say it all the time. I'm not tooting anyone's horn. We call her the goddess. She everything she does is perfect. That's that's honestly where my mind was going to. Like, you know, if if I was able to really just pick one composer, I I wish I could speak Japanese just so I could talk to her and tell her how like really tell her, like, let her know how much I love her music. I'm jealous of Kyle because Kyle could actually have a conversation with her. (laughs) I don't don't want to bring Kyle with us because she'll fall in love. (laughs) Yeah, he's way better looking than us. Yes, she'd fall in love with him. And then, you know, we'd be just sitting there, you know. Falling in love with each other? Eating a ravioli. (laughs) Yeah, I think Yoko Shimomura probably would have been my answer, too. So it's kind of funny you went there as well. Uh, I think it's something that, you know, if we could do it together and we were able to sit down and have like a a dinner type conversation with Yoko Shimomura, I'd love to pick her brain, dude. I would love to just kind of talk to her about the way she comes up with certain melodies and the way that she's able to think up certain dude, it just, her music is so intricate and it's so dynamic and it's so much fun to listen to. I, I would just love to talk to her about some things, man. I really, how about a quick spinoff question on that one? Ready? Let me keep it brief. Ready? Okay. What composer would you like to have a beer with? Hmm. For me, I got to toss up. It would either be, it would either be Mick Gordon. Cause I think he'd be into that kind of like just having a beer kind of thing or Grant Kirkhope. Ah, great great Kirko might be fun. Yeah. Yeah, just a nice little fun time in a pub with him and just, you know, shooting the shit. For me, 
Hmm. You know, I, I probably would say Kaichi Okabe. All right. Just because he, and, and I think he'd be so much fun to talk to. That's what like, I'm saying. Just like, on, on a personal level. And especially like if he was surrounded by like a lot of his, you know, like the entourage and people that he hangs around with, like Yoko Taro. Dude, I would, I would, oh my God, I would lose my mind if I got to like have a beer with Yoko Taro and just kind of, dude, dude is so, I mean, he's a game developer, not a composer. But if he was also there having a beer with Kaichi Okabe and I ran into both of them, Incredible. I'd, I'd lose my mind. That would that would be a dream come true. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate that one as well. We got some good questions on this episode. I'm kind of glad did. we did this. Yeah, this was fun. I'm kind of glad we did this. We have one more question too to get to uh, before we close out the episode, Frank. We'll, we'll do that one next. We'll do that one next. I think you'll like it. We'll do that one next. All right. Uh, we got three tracks left from The Last of Us Part Two. This is The Island. The Island from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Mac Quayle. The last time we'll hear Mac Quayle today, it is. And I, again, I, I appreciate what he did to the soundtrack because it, it made it different and it made it have a little bit of variation. 
I would have been okay with the entire soundtrack being acoustic guitar and Spanish guitar, but having a little bit of variation in there is not bad either. You know what I mean? I, I can't say too much about this track without giving away some, some pretty extensive stuff from The Last of Us 2, so I'm not really going to talk about anything else in the game here. But Frank, we have one more question. One more right. question to get to before we close out the episode. <laughs> and this one is strictly for you. <laughs> That's never good. <laughs> this one comes to us from Stephanie via Facebook. She wants to know, are you single? Uh, no. <laughs> if Stephanie's asking, the answer is no. But you are okay. single. Uh, no, I'm not actually, but, uh, I'm d d doubly taken if Stephanie's asking because she's the devil. <laughs> Does she listen to the show? This is a joke question. It's not real. <laughs> Does she listen to the show? No, uh, because I don't think you could play this show on a gramophone. <laughs> on an old flip phone from 2002. It would be cool to hear our voices like recompose chiptune style and some kind of thing like that, but no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a joke question. We didn't have a yes. sixth question. I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I made that, that one. My, I made that one up for Frank. That's, 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 my, that's my crazy Facebook stalker. Thanks a lot. I made that one up for Frank. Yeah. Frank has stalkers. <laughs> Which is crazy because, you know, I'm not running away from anyone, which really sucks because I can't. Because um, <laughs> you can't run. It's, a, it's, it's an audio podcast, but I'm a big old boy. Um, <laughs> All right, man, we got two tracks left. Let's take a listen to Gustavo Santoloya for the last time. You know, closing out with something a little bit special hmm. from The Last of Us Part 2, Beyond Desolation. Thank you. 
And that was Beyond Desolation from The Last of Us Part 2, composed by Gustavo Santoloya. Again, like I said, dude, you're, you're really hearing just the the intricacies that he's doing there on the guitar and like the, the way that he's plucking the strings and hitting the guitar and doing all of these different things. It just makes for such an enjoyable listening experience. I'm so excited to watch him do it live for some of these tracks in that YouTube video we did post in the Discord server. I hope this one's in there because this song was beautiful. I, I would love to just see him play it as, as I'm listening as well. Me too, man. I hope a lot of these tracks we heard today are, are somewhere in that video. I would like to just see, you know, how he uses certain instruments and how he does certain things and just... Oh, man, I, I can't wait. I, like I said, I'm going to watch that tonight after uh, after I go get some stuff done. I'll come back down and start editing the podcast. That's I'm, that's I'm watching that I'm video. Gonna, I'm watching that I'm video gonna, tonight. I've already resolved. That's, <laughs> that's how I'm going to wind down and go to bed tonight is I'm going to pop that video on. Nice. The TV in the room and then uh, drift off to some Gustavo. Nice. Hopefully YouTube doesn't want to play and make me wake up something scary because it's happened before and, you know, <laughs> I don't need that. But we're going to close out the episode today with something special. Like I said, that was the last time we are going to hear Gustavo Santoloya on the episode because we are closing out with the credits music from The Last of Us Part 2. And the credits music is Wayfaring Stranger as performed by uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, the, the voices of Joel and Ellie from the series. And they did a live version of this couple last years year ago, a couple it, years ago, it was, it was either last ago? year. It was either last year or the year before. It was either one or two years ago. They did this. And I want to say that we played the live version of this as like a special bonus track on an episode of BG Mania at some point. But this is the non live version. I know it is technically the same track, but I got to make hey, an hey, exception it's good, here. It's good. <laughs> I'm probably fine with that. Uh, <laughs> got to make an exception here since it is slightly a different recording. It's a, it's a Johnny Cash song if you want the composer on that one. Uh, of course, yeah. The original done by Johnny Cash, but this one done by uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. I'm sure I said it Incredible. last time, but they sing in character. That is such a big thing. I mean, the fact that they're actually, they're, they're good singers, but they're singing in character. Yep, yeah. It, like I said, it's it's a special track, and it's a great way to uh, to close out this, you know, look into the soundtrack of the newly released Last of Us Part Two. Stick around, listen to the whole thing. I'm gonna put the whole track here uh, to close it out. It, it's worth sticking around to listen to. Uh, you, you won't be disappointed, I promise you. <laughs> And honestly, I, I do want to thank everybody that did submit questions for this episode. I know we didn't get, uh, you know, a full 16 to do one question after each track, but we still got six. I mean, technically five, six, you know, the sixth one was kind of made up for me. We got five and that's, you know, yeah, so, better than, uh, so, better yeah, let's, than let's nothing. Thank so. let's, let's thank them again. Thank you, Joey, Erica, Aaron. Did you write it down? And Caleb. No, I remembered. Okay. Good for you. They're our friends, so I remember these things. I had them in the script, so I, if you would have forgotten, I could have looked it up. But uh, yeah, Caleb submitting the, the double question, and then Joey, Erica, and Aaron. And of course, Stephanie. Can't forget Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's going to be taken out of restraint. Actually, you're leaving soon. You don't need to take out a restraining order. You're leaving New York soon. Uh, I still want like a 1,200-mile um, restraining <laughs> order just, 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 just to play it safe. If, if you want to land, if you want to land somewhere around like Kansas or wherever's in the middle, that's fine. Just stay away from it. Go up there in Nebraska with Techie Geek. There you go. <laughs> he submitted. He said in Discord he was going to submit a question, but he just he forgot. 
or what did he say? He couldn't think of one or something. I forget exactly what he said, but uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this one. What do you think, Frank? Do you have anything else to say before getting out of here? I'm going to plug it one last time. On the 12th, that's a Sunday, you're going to hear a special bonus episode. It is going to be the best episode of BG Mania ever. I am staking my reputation on this being the best episode we've ever done. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. You do not want to miss it. Tell your friends, share the podcast. It is going to be the most amazing BG Mania episode of all time. And Sunday the 12th is uh, Orange Men's Day in Northern Ireland, apparently, according to my calendar. One of the few languages I don't speak, so I can't say anything cool in Irish. So, uh, happy Orange Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, the holiday is. Orange Wednesday. And I, you know what? I'm curious now. We've got we've got the masses interested. They want to know what Orange Wednesday is. We're going to look it up. Actually, I do have a toast in Irish or Gaelic. It's, it's slansha. That's just the alcoholic in me coming up. Um, the 12th, also called the Glorious 12th or Orange Men's Day. Oh, the Glorious an, 12th is a great time for Ultra BG Mania episode. <laughs> it's an Ulster Protestant celebration held on July 12th. Uh, it says on and around the 12th, large parades are held by the Orange Order and Ulster Loyalist marching bands. Streets are beckoned. Oh, I'm sorry. Streets are bedecked with British flags and bunting and large towering bonfires are lit. But what is the, uh, what is the order? Nah, here we go. Here we go. After this episode that's coming up, the 12th from there on out in Ireland, it's going to be BG Mania Day. Like, it's going to be that <laughs> they're gonna They're going to replace it. <laughs> it it's it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to sweep the whole world. The only reason I mentioned it is because we do have some listeners over there in Ireland. So, only reason I mentioned it. <laughs> uh, and speaking of... Let us know what is Orange Men's Day, uh, because Wikipedia, I, I, I could read through the Wikipedia article, but nah. you know what? I, I want to hear it from someone that actually lives there. So all of our Irish listeners, let us know what Orange Men's Day is. But uh, unfortunately, that is going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas and request your future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com. I do want to take a quick aside right here and thank everybody again that submitted questions for the episode today. But we have gotten a freaking quite a few questions, Frank, not questions, quite a few submissions for upcoming radio hours. So people nice. are writing in and we're getting some good content. So I do appreciate that. And uh, I thank everybody for reaching out. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. And don't forget about that contest we're doing. Uh, basically, the gist of it, leave us a rating and a review, jump on our Discord server, tell us you did so. We'll get you entered into a contest. If you missed the full spiel at the beginning of the podcast, go listen to it again. <laughs> there you go. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash love it on games and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash love it on games and click that follow button. Dan, former, former. Why did I say former? <laughs> May he rest in peace. I don't know why that came out of my mouth. I was going to say fellow, not former, fellow leveldowngames.com staffer is what I was trying to say there. He's not dead and he still You're works fired. for us. <laughs> he still works for us. Uh, he also has a Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash K-R-A-I-Z-D-1-1. Crazed 11. Go check him out on Twitch and hear him every Thursday on Hit Our Music and All Elite Wrestling Podcast and uh, every Monday on the Max Level Podcast. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links and in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, 
join it and interact with us. Next week on the show, Frank, I want to do something in memory of somebody because unfortunately, this coming up Saturday, July 11th, marks the fifth year since we lost Satoru Iwata. And I, I think we, that's, that's you and I, you and I used to record this podcast on Saturdays. Yes. We don't anymore. So when I put this into the schedule, we still used to record this podcast on Saturdays. I still want to do this episode. I want to do a, a like a remembering Satoru Iwata episode. So we're going to come prepared next week. All of our submissions for music are going to come from games that he directly worked with or worked on. So games that he, um, you know, helped out with coding or helped out with advice, not necessarily just games that were under Nintendo publishing while he was there. Just anything he was associated with. Anything that he was physically associated with. Yes. Okay. Be it be it actually working on it or being like an advisor on it or something like that. Just something that his name was attached to. So we're going to come prepared with uh, eight tracks apiece next week, next Wednesday on that. But don't forget, we do have the special episode that's coming up Sunday, as Frank mentioned. The, do uh, the not th- miss it. <laughs> the three year anniversary special for BG Mania. That'll also be um, uh, this week. Taking us out of the episode once again today, we have a Wayfaring Stranger, the end credits music for The Last of Us Part 2, again done by Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. Just a going over
just a going over home. I'll soon be free from earthly trial. This body red in the old churchyard. Drop this cross of self-denial and go singing home to God. I'm going there to see my Savior. I'm going there. No more to roam. I'm just a going over Jordan. I'm just a going over home. I'm just a Just a boy.